I am about 10 days away from my departure from Mallorca and return to the UK, which I'm actually starting to feel really excited for. My heart feels so at peace with everything, even though it was a tumultuous time, a bit of a rock bottom where everything changed really rapidly. And I felt very much out of control because I didn't get to make the decisions myself. Um, and the, although I did, you know, I could have stayed. But every time I checked in with my body, my body was like, I do not want to stay here. I want to leave. And, you know, even once I'd made the decision later on, I was like, you can change your mind. Like, there's so many beautiful things about this island. You can stay. And I would feel into my body. I have this process that I teach in um, Instinct, one of my courses. And every time she was like, no, hard. It's a hard no, hard no. So as my time here is closing, some of the practical aspects of life include things like packing everything up. And in my case, letting everything go. So I am, I came with a car full and of course, since my car was taken away from me and is now happily living at a manor in the UK by itself, <laughs> well, without me, um, I have a lot less room and it's going to be a lot harder to move things. So since Brexit, bringing anything into the UK, like trying to get things shipped or sent by post or anything like that, incurs even though they're my personal belongings huge customs taxes just to get them through and so and like I I got a professional I got professional advice on this um I did manage to pack a a really big um what are they called duffel bag and a couple of baskets filled with shoes and things like all of my most precious favorite and meaningful things into the back of the car smuggled in there without letting them know before they took it away but basically I'm going back with another like duffel bag not that big not as big as the one that's in the back of the car and a smaller carry-on wheelie bag and and that's it and obviously my cat and I only have so many arms. So <laughs> even my ukulele, I'm like, I really want to bring my ukulele. But oh, like, where is it going to fit? I'm going to bring my ukulele. But everything else I'm getting rid of. And so there's like three years or more. No, three years. Of. I'm just trying to count 2020, 2021, 2022. Yes, <laughs> three years of collecting house things and other things and and furnishings like just small things and decor and all sorts of things that I am now letting go of and this conversation began I'm so I'm what I want to speak to today is about making space and letting go of things in order to allow all the new things that you're calling into your life in. And so it's kind of like a manifestation practice in many ways. And I think something that is often not really recognized is how important creating space and letting go of things are in order to create that space 
for the new things that we want to come in. And the conversation kind of started because I posted on Instagram that I was burning four years of journals. And a lot of people feel very uncomfortable with this concept. A lot of people say this to me. They're like, I can't believe you burn your journals. I've always burned my journals since the beginning of journaling. So since my teens, because for me, journaling is about the process. It's not about the words I put down, but rather what I was processing through the journaling. That's how I use journaling as a way of processing things and finding clarity and rewriting my narrative and things like that. And I believe that everything that I need to remember is already within me. It's already tied into our DNA, into our cells, into our memories. And everything I don't need to remember, I can let go of. And I'd like to make space for all these beautiful new experiences that I'm calling in. More love, more money, more friendship, more community, more abundance, more opportunities, more creativity. All these things that I definitely want and I'm looking forward to we have to create space for and so um a few weeks ago a friend of mine who lives here in Palma she has a fireplace and I was telling her that I needed a place to burn my journals and so we made a bit of a a thing of it like some girls came over she bought firewood which was so generous of her um and across the next few hours we burnt those books the girls all help they're like ripping them apart because they're quite hefty books because those ones were my plan her, the stationary brand that I have. And so they're quite like solid pieces, like bricks. <laughs> uh, so they're ripping them up before we could put them in a fire and I slowly fed it to the fire and it felt so good to release all of that, especially because the last few years have been quite challenging and I had have had to move through a lot. And so those journals held a lot of... Um, stuff I was ready to let go of and I think that something that needs to be acknowledged is that we're always going through these phases of renewal and of becoming new you know like from a biological perspective scientists say that every cell in your body renews itself is completely new every seven years and so some cells they renew themselves every like three months or six months some 12 months some every year some whatever and the ones that renew themselves the longest take seven years so by the time seven years have passed you are a whole new body and so you want to think about like what have I been feeding into myself across those seven years to become who I am now and that also works emotionally psychologically spiritually on every level And so we want to think about like, what are we feeding into ourselves and what can we let go of to allow this natural renewal process to occur? And I don't know, I feel like I went through this experience recently where I just didn't really recognize myself anymore. I wasn't really sure who I was and what I believed and what I wanted or like I did on on a some level but I really felt I'd lost my connection to myself in some way and I can't explain it I don't have the articulated intellectual understanding of it yet I feel like that's going to come as I move through it 
because I'm definitely coming out the other side, but it's been a weird couple of years for me. And for sure, that's also around about turning 40. People have told me that you go through a bit of a process at that age, which makes sense to me on some level. But like, when you no longer relate to the woman you see in the mirror, and when the words you speak feel flat and uninspired, there's lethargy and numbness within the places and spaces that once lit you up. And the plans you energetically paved feel lackluster and empty. There's an aching for more meaning to contribute more divinely. Those are all things that I felt. When that happens, we suspend the timeline and stop and sit and create space and get really cozy with the in-between so we can reevaluate what is important to us and discern the quality of life that's meant for us. So, you know, my process at the moment or like my focus at the moment is letting go of all this stuff. First of all, it was my journals and now it's like a lot, a lot, a lot of belongings, all the house things. And some of them, like, it's really funny. I have these weird attachments. Like, I'm really, really attached to my Pilates and yoga mat. It's not special. I got it on Amazon for £20 three years ago when I first got back to the UK. But it's seen me through so much. And I've spent time on that mat almost every single day. And there's this weird, like, oh. But maybe it's something that does need to be just let go of and release. And there's other few other things, like some beautiful bedding that I bought, like mm, what are they called? Like duvet covers and pillows and pillow covers and things like that that were quite expensive. And I bought them for myself as a Christmas present. And I just don't have room for them. And I am trying to sell most of these things at a flea market with the help of some friends, which I'm so, so grateful for. But um yeah just letting it all go letting it all go clothing furnishings attachment like these these conceptual attachments and ideas that I have around things that are obviously no longer in alignment with who I'm becoming and so you know you might question like why do we tap into creating space before we get the good stuff and the reason is that because without creating space, there simply isn't room for all that new stuff to come in. We have to release the overstuffed corners of our lives and our hearts and our minds to open to the new things that we want to lean into. And I feel like a lot of us pretend that there's nothing in the way of what it is that we're calling in. And that pretending is what keeps us stuck. So obviously telling ourselves the truth about what's holding us back from having the experiences and having the feeling of abundance, of love, of connection, all the things that we want is what's stopping us from having that. That's the first essential step, telling us the tr- ourselves the truth about that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, like... I've been in this weird liminal space the last few months and I've had to really grapple with that. And I do sometimes catch myself grasping for old 
coping mechanisms. And there's this battle between the old self and the new self of who I'm becoming and where I'm going and a sort of grasping for the safety of what was once comfortable of like how I navigated life before and the things that held that web of what my life what makes my life feel secure needs to be released as well so it's so interesting as I move through this like oh there's this holding on this attachment not only to physical things but also to concepts and ideas and belief systems and ways of doing things and I've really given myself a lot of permission the last six weeks to pull away from the routines and structures that I set up for myself they were always with the intention of feeling good but um here's the invitation right now where my life feels a lot less structured and I'm in this weird in between liminal space of moving from one place to another and and reinventing my life and have this opportunity to reinvent my life because of the move um to let go of all of that and to to actually just take a really good look at it and let go of all of that and I think something that's really important to recognize is you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I definitely have where I've had a trauma bond with someone, like where I've been in a relationship with someone that I felt this deep connection and love with or two and really wanted to... I felt like, you know, this this was the one, he was the one, but it was actually a trauma bond and it took us a long time to unravel that. I say us, I mean both of us, but mostly him. because I cut it off so many times and he'd find a way back in somehow and then I would entertain it again and and so what I want to say is when we're releasing things that aren't and so wait something I want to speak about to this trauma about this trauma bond is and all trauma bonds is that they are a repetition of a unhealthy pattern from our childhood so the way that I received love was simulated by the way I received love from him so the way I received love from my parents, particularly my mother, who um, has mental health issues and other things, um, was very similar to the way I received love from him. And so that that's why like, I desperately wanted to be loved by him because it felt so familiar and so like it met the DNA memories in my body of what love feels like, even though intellectually I knew that's not what I wanted. And emotionally and spiritually, it was definitely not what I wanted. But because of that familiarity and it, it just fitting into the existing patterns that were already in my body, um, I was really attracted and attached to that love and to that relationship. And it took me a long time. Yeah, it took us a long time to unravel it. And I remember, you know, I'd end it and then would somehow get back together and I'd end it and somehow we'd get back together and then like years pass and then somehow he'd show up again and it was just so weird and it's not it's this is all normal it's part of the process it's not a backtrack even though it feels like it even though it's like feels like so sticky sometimes this is the process is how we learn it's like two steps forwards one step back two steps forwards one step back 
And we have to give ourselves so much grace. We have to let go of judgment on how our journey is supposed to look. And that's what healing and growth are. They aren't about being the best version of yourself. They are about embracing and loving the parts of you that aren't. And, you know, we don't know what's coming in the next year or two or three or ten. We can hold a vision around what we would love to see and experience in our lives and worlds. We can hold intentions and define visions. And that's what creating space is about. It's about allowing those visions and intentions to reveal themselves to us. If we try to make them up out of our minds, then they're limited and contractive because our minds can only source information from the past, from things we've already experienced. But if we want to expand beyond that, we have to create space and allow the feelings and imaginations of what those intentions and visions could be arise through our bodies, which is where we step into expansion and into creating a completely new life for ourselves. And it's not about forcing a vision or a future to come to us. It's about allowing what is meant for us to reveal itself to us. It's about letting life surprise us. It's about letting go and allowing our innate inner vision to guide us. Even when our minds tell us that what we need is control and certainty, that's fear. That's fear taking the reins. We are ready to stop living our lives in the service of fear. I believe that for all of us. And we are really ready to open ourselves to living our lives in service of love. And love is expansive. It's a mystery. It is the unknown. And so the only way to get there is to keep creating space, to keep steadily releasing everything and everyone that isn't for us. And by doing that, we get to a point where we start to recognize and understand exactly what is for us. And so my point here is like, you know, I'm taking you on this journey of what's happening for me in my, in the material world of my life where I'm letting go of huge amounts. Like I don't even own that much stuff compared to most people. Obviously I've been living in, obviously you might know this, might not know this, but I've been living in Europe last three years after all sorts of travels. And so across those three years, I accumulated some things and Um, right now in my hallway there's three big you know those checkered Chinese bags filled with one is filled with all of the bedding and and pillows and sheets and la 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 and one is filled with clothing and hangers and stuff like that the third one is kind of miscellaneous it's like some kitchen things some decor things some boxes filled with jar like jars and and containers and things like that and um and a small wooden like bamboo table that I used to use as a desk. Like it was one of those tray desks that you can pull up on against the sofa. And I used to work on it. And yeah, those things are going to go now. And it was so interesting, the process of making the decisions, like what's, what am I going to keep? Like what is the most precious? What is the most meaningful? What is it that I'm going to hold on to? And what am I going to let go of? And most of it I'm letting go of and in that process I am I feel like I'm saying process a lot in this audio but whatever it's life 
um, the attachment, like noticing the memories and the attachments that are coming up and what I'm releasing through that. And I'm so excited to open myself up and, and receive all the goodness that's coming from creating this kind of space. And while I wouldn't have chosen it if I was left to my own devices, you know, if I had my car here and I was deciding to leave, I would have packed everything pretty much, you know, maybe minus a few things. But I, you know, the universe was like, you've just been through a really crazy time and you are ready to move beyond this. And the best way to do that is to really let go of everything. And so while I'm doing this in my physical space, I'm also doing it in my internal space, I'm doing a lot of inner work around releasing so many beliefs and patterns and habits that I've used as coping mechanisms the last few years to navigate what has been quite a challenging time for me that I no longer need. And it's so interesting. Even like at the moment, I am the way that I'm eating and I don't, I'm not stuck on it. Like this is how I have to eat forever, but I've cut out all grains and sugars and so it's a little bit hard because my body's like, oh, I love greens and sugars. Like we all do, don't we? Um, but just eating proteins, fruit and vegetables and none of the additional stuff, which makes eating a little bit less fun, but it's probably exactly what I need. And so and like another way of clearing space is clearing up my body that I'm doing at the moment and wanting to give it the opportunity to be nourished and running and burning and moving at the highest level possible in every area, emotional, physical, spiritual, (laughs) environmental. I'm just having a huge clear out. And while there are moments where I'm like, oh, I have attachment, it's that, is that piece, like why are you attached to that? Unless it's something truly, truly meaningful and or incredibly useful, like my laptop, I'm not going to let go of that. I do all of, all of my work on it. Um, what is that attachment actually about? And what can I learn from that? And ah, it feels incredible because I just know, even though I'm still in the process, I know that the gifts that are going to arrive and land on the other side of this are going to be tremendous. And so my point here is, you know, what can you let go of? And what areas do you feel blocked in in your life that you're trying to call things in to be different, to be more meaningful, to have more abundance, where you're holding on to too much stuff for fear of letting it go for fear of not getting what you want for all sorts of other fears like what is it that's stopping you from what's blocking you from having what you want and how are those areas overcrowded in your life I think that's the question I want to leave you with like how can you create space to allow the things that you actually want to land with you and what areas are those like what's happening something really interesting to sort of sit with and look into and play with and see where that takes you ah okay well thank you for listening this has been a fun little 
dialogue I've had to share with you. And until next time.